Living Adventurously is brought to you in partnership with Kamut, the route planning and navigation app that helps you make the most of your outdoor adventures. Whether you're cycling, hiking, running or bikepacking, Kamut's easy-to-use technology will get you out the door and exploring more of the great outdoors. You can see where I've been exploring by checking out the highlights of my journey on Kamut. Just follow the link in the show notes. My name is Alistair Humphreys. I set out on a bicycle journey around Yorkshire to speak to interesting, ordinary people who, in very different ways, are making an effort to live adventurously. I wanted to talk about what they do, about the barriers they've faced along the way, and to seek their perspective on some of the big questions that all of us encounter in our lives. Welcome to Living Adventurously. <laughs> I've written here, needs intro music. Um, okay, here we go. Um... <laughs> Have a loop. The Yorkshire Sculpture Park is the UK's leading open-air gallery, and it was a fantastic place to poodle about for a few hours, <laughs> pretending I'm more intelligent than I really am. From there, I rode to another global cultural landmark, Elland Road, the home of the mighty Leeds United. By now, I was hungry, so I was delighted to receive a text message from Ben telling me that he was cooking me lunch. I'm always keen for lunch, even more so when it's enjoyed on a canal boat slash raft made out of recycled junk. Ben Cummings is a man on a mission. He's also a good chef, cooked me a very nice lentil curry thing. Um, he's a man on a mission, and Ben's mission is to deliver a piano from Liverpool to London on a homemade raft. He has given himself up to 25 years to complete this journey. So far, though, it has taken him seven years to push his raft. He's pushing it the whole way seven years to push his raft the 127 miles from Liverpool to Leeds. This adventure began when Ben asked himself a brilliant question. What is it that I want from my life? I am sitting on... Well, what are, Ben, what am I sitting on? Uh, you're sitting on what I would like to think of as a floating centre of excellence. Yeah, uh, I didn't think you'd want me to say a boat. <laughs> It's a raft or a raft, depending where you're from. Um, I've made it out of uh, reclaimed materials that I found along my journey from Liverpool to Leeds. Liverpool to Leeds, that's what, how many miles is that? 127 miles. So what, uh, got here in two, three weeks? Uh, no, I got here in five years <laughs> and I've been sticking around for almost two years in Leeds. Yeah, this is that your adventure is putting to shame anything I've ever done in terms of epicness. So I don't know about that. You're, but, you know. you're, the, the what's your your press release mission statement of this whole enterprise? I, I, I'm delivering a piano from Liverpool to London, and I've given myself one to twenty five years to complete the mission. <laughs> Perfect. I think I think absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm on your raft now you just cooked me a lovely lunch we're having really nice coffee it's a beautiful kind of homely raft uh, i was telling you it reminds me very much of my friend nick who used to live in a 
treehouse. You've got that similar sort of yeah. artistic uh, tendency. It's a really, really lovely place. Big open windows looking out over the canal. And then some massive wall with barbed wire. But you're telling me you quite like the wall. This has been your home um, for a while. Yeah, I, yeah, I like the wall. I, or, or it's more of a case of I, I've moved here and I probably didn't like the wall. Uh, so it was my job to convince myself that I liked the wall. Uh, so now, yeah, I'm starting to put some meaning to the wall. And uh, uh, now I like it. <laughs> okay, that's a good, good way. Yeah, that's a good approach to life, isn't it? That the wall will be there, so I might as well like it. Um, so before, back in the olden days, before you started on your delivery of a raft from Liverpool to London, you actually had a real job. You were a university lecturer. Oh, uh, I was, yeah. I've, got a, I've got a visitor that's dropping me off uh, uh, something, I think. Okay. So, uh, I'll press pause. Excuse we'll carry me. On. Yeah, you, you've, you have some eccentric neighbours on your, your adventure. Uh, yeah, so back in the old days, you had a proper job as a university lecturer. Uh, yeah, uh, I was. Uh, it was. I was doing that for fourteen years, and it was. It's a visiting lecturer, so I always got invited back by um, by popular demand from the students. Um, it, 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 yeah, there was. I loved that as, as an art form. Actually, making workshops, um, provi- um, producing lectures with it. Um, but it was time to leave that and go on my adventure. <laughs> um, earlier when we were chatting you, you said a phrase which really grabbed me so much so that I, I wrote it down which is you said you got to a, f- a time in your life when you said to yourself what is it that I want and I think that's a crucial but very rare question we ask ourselves do you remember what's where the that time yeah I think that things weren't really going well or everything that I was trying to do was just a, a great struggle and always seemed like it was on the horizon but never seemed to be mani- manifesting um, and uh, I think I needed some solitary time and peace and I imagined being on the water and I imagined a raft and I imagined a piano um, that and everything seemed to take shape after that i mean that 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 image actually hung hung around for a, about a year and a half before anything happened okay that that's something i find really interesting the time of going from uh life's not quite right what is it that i want having this sort of idea what but then the idea hung around and I think for a lot of people it just stays hanging around doesn't it um what, yeah. what what was it then that helped you turn that daydream into a reality was there a catalyst I started um doing lots of sketches of different rafts and I had this idea of a modular raft so you build like a floating box that you'll be able to lorry strap together to another floating box that you could move uh, around each wall, let's say. Think, think of terms of Lego. Lego is modular. Uh, you can stick it together and make different shapes with it. Um, so, yeah, I had this... I was making these shapes and uh, drawing these sketches in, 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 and getting ideas and working out how it could be built. And then um, 
I met this uh, artist, um, uh, Ben Parry, and he showed me this rafty bolt, bolt built. Uh, he got commissioned by for the Liverpool Biennial, and um, it was beautiful, and it was going to get destroyed if it wasn't going to be saved. And I, I was just shocked. I thought, wow, I didn't realise it could come that quick. It didn't come that quick. It had been a year and a half of me devising this and still not going, but still moving in that direction. And then all of a sudden there was a big push because I had to save a raft. Okay. Uh, and uh, so I headed up to Liverpool uh, two weeks later, um, sort of dropped everything I was doing in London and uh, got it on the water. Uh, well, actually got it out of this warehouse that was needing to destroy it. It was beautiful. We put it on the water in, in late September and uh, I, I rapidly saw it get ripped to pieces uh, um, by the severe um, Lancashire conditions. Not the severe Lancashire people. <laughs> uh, well, there's... No, I've had actually very little um, vandalism. In actual fact, I can't think of any vandalism. There's been plenty of thieves, but no vandals. Oh, that's good. Um, so, what before what, the um, before the trip began? And I'm sensing you and I approach life in the different styles, but perhaps towards a similar destination. I'm not sure, but before you began, did you have some sort of practical worries? Of I'm worried about X, Y, and Z, and then how did those worries compare to the reality of once you'd committed and started? Uh, I think that that's. Yeah, I think that that's how a lot of things don't get done because um, we can overthink them and uh, we can spend time engineering the how. And um, with engineering the how, it makes sense. You've got a plan. You've it, what that does is it's. It, it, I would say engineering the how can make a great practice of uh, being able to embody where you're going um, imagine it more but it's also great to be allow the how just drop the how as well because life can just throw you a, something very interesting and you could really ignore it if you've got if your ideas are too solid so drop the how in favour of what? allow oh, allow Okay, so that's so. Instead of the how, just allow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I like um, it. I, you know, as I say, with how it's very men mentally based, and you're trying to you're trying to engineer uh, something that's out of your control in in a way, the outside world. So, um, with an open mind. Um, it's good to just drop the how. But nonetheless, you've exercised the how. You've gone through, you've made some plans, you've thought about it, You can then you drop it, and then you can come back to it and maybe think of other ways of, of, of that happening. But really, to just drop it all, but really try to be open with, with any avenues that come. Um, well, that's, that's the game, isn't it? That's the fun. That's That's... That's, that's more interesting than the goal. Yeah, very much so. 
Yeah, opening yourself up to curiosity and possibility. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. It was a really good question. I've completely forgotten it. Um, oh, man. It will come back. I need more, need more of your nice coffee. Um, <laughs> so, the, the, okay, the, bar- the, barriers, the barriers of getting on and doing stuff. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask. Did you worry what people would think about you going to live a willfully unconventional life? Did you worry about that? I, I've I've led an unconventional life for most of most of okay. my life uh, with various. I've lived in pods up in warehouses when in London when you could afford to do that. How I've, weird are you on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> I, well, I mean, well, uh, it, weird, weird. Um, um, well, I don't think I'm weird. <laughs> okay. I've been asking I've been asking a lot of people this question deliberately because uh, and some people answer that they don't think they're weird but perhaps the outside world looks at them and some people think that they're really weird so I was interested you don't think you're weird no I mean uh, nor do I I think you're I'd say you're eccentric from my brief perspective of knowing you but not weird yeah yeah I'll go with eccentric okay. yeah so you weren't too worried about that sort of side of things um did what did you have anything else in your head that you were anxious about that was stopping you committing to beginning? i don't want to be a num. i don't want to be a numpty when i put myself on the water and like go uh, you know oh look at that i don't want to be irresponsible i want to be safe uh, i want to do things when you know it's not crazy winds um um those things were the things that concern me. I guess they're things that that show that you you know your your heads together and stuff. Um, but then it also concerns me about having to sort of be worried about what society think. I think that we're becoming far more um, society based beings uh now we've we've entered the global village uh the internet the the, the we've we've become really sort of entrenched in society i'm not sure whether that's great or not it puts a lot of uh weight on society and political correctness and and it's so all you know uh good and interesting i'm fascinated by it but also just going out and doing things as if you were the only person on the planet you know but you should you should be able to have that freedom within you um do you know what i mean to to, to live a life of your choice yeah uh, to live a life of of freedom which is not going worrying about what others think Okay, but you've chosen on this trip to you. You're not fully embracing solitude. You're not just stopping in the fields of Yorkshire. You're choosing to be active in society along the way. How, um, how how's the uh, what sort of impact have the communities you've stayed with had on you? Um, I've been in. So a lot of the journey has been pretty solitary, going through Lancashire and. And in Yorkshire, um, there's 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 been 
you know, my friends have been farmers or actually on this line, there's a lot of engineers. It's where Rolls-Royce Aerospace is on right in the middle of the, on this canal route. Um, there's obviously farmers and farmers in the, is, have become engineers. So there's kind of, it's kind of upon the land, this area. So I've met some very interesting people in, uh, along there, but also it's been very sparse. Um, uh, so when I've come to, the city, it's changed my way of being um, profoundly. Uh, I was immediately out there and looking for to see bands and artists and dancers and uh, people that you find in the city and you very, you're very unlikely to find um, on a remote part of <laughs> middle-class Lancashire yeah. or, or where, uh, you, you know, so... Um, what's the question <laughs> <laughs> you answered it very well so you've got okay this um the, yeah there's there's various sort of phases to what you're doing and there's the solitary the community the journey the art thing but in my mind and the reason i was interested in you is that everything you do to me feels like you are trying in your way to live adventurously um and perhaps that's where our venn diagrams overlap so what interested in knowing what you what you would think of the phrase living adventurously, what might that mean to you? Um, <laughs> Do you think you are living adventurously? Yeah, I think I'm living adventurously, but at the same time, um, like I'd noticed that... that you you like to maybe push yourself and get yourself into uh uh exciting places like it seems like you do that you go out and you head out uh, to those those things and that i feel like that they're kind of uh, they could be almost akin to pilgrimages because you, you have this traveling thing i'm debating whether i'm on a pilgrimage or not because i am moving slowly but it's 25 years so it's it's just i'm creating an environment so adventure i i've i, I think that adventure is found within the 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 the, the medium that i'm that i'm within the the ship the 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 it's going to give me an adventure that's by default um so yeah adventure is something that is is yeah it's it's just found so <laughs> and 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 i do like to chase it once it's there and i'm i'm, I'm interested in it and uh, I, I like to say yes to lots of things um so uh what what aspects of an adventurous life appeals to you because you're not you're not off bungee jumping, for example. But the, but I no. think adventure is far broader than that, isn't it? So, what aspects of adventure appeal to you? Um, socially, of the people that I've met along the way, uh, where they take me, uh, where you might get driven off to, or or, or end up in a pub, to a club, to a house, to a farm, to a um, back of an allotment in Blackburn to <laughs> to uh, um, maybe some romance um, yeah so so this yeah um, it's you perhaps 
Are you, is it about um, opening yourself up to possibility? Yes. And I think it's also that thing of, again, uh, trying not to engineer the how, um, but have an anchor. You know, and I have an anchor, so my anchor's I'm delivering a piano from Liverpool to London, giving myself one to 25 years to complete the mission. Uh, that's a that's a big anchor. It's a big framework. Um, it doesn't. It certainly can't ground me every day with with the ventures that I'm having within that box. Um, but uh, I've got other anchors along the way uh, of you know this this platform and everything that happens on it and its development for it to become a floating center of excellence is my anchor. Uh, I'm obsessed with the idea. It, it's, we're sitting in an extension of my body at the moment. You know, it's, I live in it. I, I look around it. You built it <laughs> as well. I've, yeah, I built it. Um, you said um, I read about you somewhere online. You said that this is a purposeless mission. Is that true? When did I say that? I don't Shit. Know. But that's clever. <laughs> I, I, it caught my eye. It caught my attention because. The thing I've found about adventures in my life is that I want to be bold and I want to be curious and I want to be out there, but my natural instinct is a bit more lazy and shy and retiring. And what I've found is by forcing myself just to get out the front door and say, right, I'm going to go to there. It doesn't really matter where there is. and I don't actually really care about getting there. It just, the mission then allows all the interesting unknown stuff to happen yeah. along the way. Yeah, and does it seem like it's purposeless? Well, there's a nominal aim. So, for example, I, I cycled around the world. Um, did I care about getting to the finish line? No, not really. I mean, if I'd stopped the trip 100 yards before the finish line, it would have made zero difference the whole experience, even though I wouldn't have achieved it. So yeah. it's just a something to make me go and do interesting things. And... Um, do you actually the delivery of the piano to London is that a crucial part of what you're doing um, it, it, it feels like it's a uh, like a maybe it feels like it's it, I'm in a massive bubble an enormous bubble There's the, I can't really see outside that, that that's that that outer wall you know I'm, I'm just in it and um and uh yeah i i i think that that has an an influence that's working into me um and how i see my moves over the the years you know, I mean, I've got 19 years left. Um, I've got some serious problems getting to London. I'm too wide for the canal. Okay. But correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that you've got this idea and the end point is um, be nice i guess to deliver the raft but really it's just giving you a framework from which to hang all of these fascinating experiences and adventures and learning experiences and characters and yeah. stuff that happens along yeah. the way also I, I would i'm not i'm not using any lines like it would be nice for me to deliver the raft i'm delivering 
the uh, I've got this issue with raft and raft. By the way, I've been yeah, up here you're, for you're so coming, long. You're coming I'm, I'm, Yorkshire. I'm, I moved raft, 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 bath. um uh yeah it's it 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 it, it, it's not just a case of oh it would be nice if i i do that i'm not using that language i'm delivering a piano from liverpool to london and and i've given myself one to 25 years and i I'm, i'm pretty much like i'm going for that um yeah i mean could i say i'd be very disappointed i could you know like you know, if if I if I didn't, but I'm not. I think I'd be very disappointed if I changed my language. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm delivering it, and um, I'm I'm just going to e- engineer the how a little bit along the way, um, and then and then just allow again. <laughs> I like it. Well, you're seven. You're seven years in, and I think it's a. You have, if nothing else, a beautiful home and a and fascinating neighbours and a cracking adventure. Um, so uh, I look forward to uh, welcoming you under Tower Bridge in yeah, twenty thirty seven. I've got something for you. This, oh wow! It's um, it's a. Oh, it's one of the hammers on on oh. the on the piano, and I, I would you can give you can actually give it back if you refuse it. But I was thinking that by the, when I get to London. Uh, we, could you bring that along? I love the idea of you giving the little bits of the piano to everyone, just to orchestrate uh-huh, orchestrate the uh, finishing party. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to continue that fashion. Oh, so you're thank the, you. you're the first that I've actually officially given a part of the piano okay, to. You give me a small piano hammer, and I am really thrilled and honoured to have this. It will take a nice place in the shed that I work in. My shed is my own version of your piano. It's not nearly as stylish as your raft but i will take place in there and i'll welcome you into london in in, in 2037 yeah, yeah 2037 that's cool. it doesn't it doesn't have to be 2037 i've given myself but one by, to by 20 years okay. okay. <laughs> well ben thank you so much thank for you. inviting me aboard and for cooking me lunch thank you i hope you've enjoyed this episode of living adventurously there's show notes from every episode on my website, alistairhumphreys.com slash podcast. If you have enjoyed it, please take a screenshot of your phone and pop it up on social media or leave a review with your podcast provider. It makes a massive difference. Thank you very much. I teamed up with Kamut to make this podcast happen. In case you missed it, Kamut is an outdoor planning and navigation app that helps you explore more of the great outdoors. One of the many ways Kamut helps you have better adventures is with sport-specific routing. Kamut doesn't just plan any route. Oh no, Kamut plans your route. Select your sport, choose your start and end points, and Kamut plots a route using the best option for you. Whether that's smooth asphalt for your road bike, quiet gravel tracks for some chilled mountain bike riding or bike touring, or a road-free trail for your walk or ramble. After that, you can personalise your route even more by dragging the pins on your desktop screen or app to include your chosen destinations along the way of your adventure. Your very own outdoor experiences are waiting for you. Go explore more with Kamut.
head to commute.com slash G and use the voucher code adventurous to claim your free region bundle.